Hello, Lambeth, Talbot Village, and Silverleaf. This is the LTVS podcast, and tonight I am unfortunately not able to make it my, with my co-host, Jawad. He has uh, an illness. He's stuck at home uh, taking care of the wife and kids, but um, I think everybody can attest to the fact that this illness is going around, and uh, it's taken our, our co-host um, victim as well. So he won't be here tonight. But I am joined by Derek Nash, who is the owner of Lambeth Spine and Sports. It is a chiropractic clinic in our Lambeth, our very own. Thanks for uh, thanks for popping in, Derek. Yeah, thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. Absolutely, we've uh, as you know for for some of those that are new listeners, if you will, because as as you're all aware, we we started this this podcast. It was a Talbot Village centric podcast, and we thought you know we'll start there and, and take and, and kind of open it up to the rest. Lambeth is such a large place, and, and frankly, Talbot Village is part of Lambeth. We, we really are. Like, we're not really, I don't feel like we're anywhere else. Cut, like, I feel like we're, we're Lambethonians. Is that like you mean? Lamb- sure. Is yeah. That, is, yeah. That, is that good? I guess. Yeah. It's like I grew up here, right? And so it's Lambeth has changed so much in that 20 plus years, right? Like, it was Absolutely. that small little burb. I'm kind of old Lambeth is where I live over okay. there. And then I remember when. Southwinds and all that went up and now all of this and it's it's growing it's great it's good yeah yeah and we love it and and like to, to that point it's growing and the community itself is growing we had actually a few people that caught wind of the, po- the podcast television and said hey why isn't Lambeth involved and I said well you're, you're absolutely right our, our area is really Lambeth Silverleaf Talbot Village. Like, I think that's the most representation. So that's where we're going to start and kick it off for now. Yep. Um, we've got a, a, f- a handful of others, actually, that have uh, reached out to be scheduled. So we're, we're, we're really excited to see where, where some of these conversations go. And hopefully, Jawad's illness doesn't last too long. So we uh, you know, don't have to just listen to me talk all night. Uh, but Derek, thanks for, thanks for coming in. Like I said, um, if you want to give us an idea. So these podcasts, we really want to talk about, you know, what makes you special? Who is Derek Nash? Like, what what's Derek? Right. Nash? We, we know you're a chiropractor. We, we, I think everybody has a sense of what a chiropractor does, right? But like, who's Derek Nash? When when did you start the the clinic? Why did you start the clinic? Give us a, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, so the chiropractic thing, like, it, it wasn't something I grew up with. Like, I didn't grow up like going to a chiropractor. I had no idea really what that was or, or what it is or why people go to them in the right. first place. Right. right? Um, it kind of started partway through undergrad. Um, I had a old hockey injury, like a back injury, and then years of lifting weird and, and not right, and it was just getting worse and worse and worse. And um, I went to the University of Guelph. There's the Health and Performance Center there, and they work with all their athletes and that kind of thing, but they also have an outpatient clinic. And I was like, okay, maybe I need to get somebody to look at this. I was having the classic numbness down the leg, that kind of thing. Right. Um, ended up in a chiropractic office there and uh, met a couple couple great docs that uh, the one guy I work for now in Guelph, but um, was introduced to it that way. And I was like, this is really cool. It was very helpful. Um, They got me out of pain, taught me what to do to stay out of pain. And, um, you know, just gave me a lot of really good advice and and reassurance about how to take care of my back. I was like, that's amazing. These guys get to work with their hands. They get to use all of their anatomy and science and, and rehab skills and they get to own their own practice and call themselves a doctor. Right. And I was like, that's really cool. So I kind of changed my path in school to do that. Um, ended up in New York, upstate New York, probably oh, no uh, going to school. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Finger Lakes area. It's beautiful. If anybody's never been there, it's like kind of like a low cost California wine region, all of that. Okay. So you're cracking back drink wine. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. <laughs> no, it was good. Lived on a lake for a few years and then, um, 
thought about staying in the States for a bit and uh, just decided I wanted to come back to Canada and come back home. Um, so after that, I actually joined up with one of those docs that uh, helped fix my back. Um, I've been working in Guelph for the last five years in private practice up there. Um, I had an opportunity to work with both of those doctors at the Health and Performance Center um, prior to COVID and uh, treated their varsity athletes, traveled around with the University of Guelph track and field team, worked with them. Oh, nice. It was awesome. They were amazing. They won literally everything. Um, so those are some really good experiences. And then at that point, um, COVID happened. And so that took a couple of days out of my schedule up there. Of course. Changed everything, right? And I was like, what do I do? We were shut down for three months, right? Like everybody was. Um, so I kind of just changed my mindset. And I was like, I need to be, get closer to home. Like I'm doing this drive from London to Guelph all the time. And, you know, I've been out for close to five years now. And like, I'm ready to go back to my community and give back and work and right, around right, here. Right, right. Yeah. So I started shifting back this way. Um, people may remember who are listening. I did um, like mobile care for a while driving around to people's houses oh nice and i pop it in and set up my table and work on them from there um, my wife would love that yeah exactly so yeah. everybody loved it which is great yeah, yeah makes it incredibly difficult to schedule i was gonna say but but <laughs> yeah exactly scheduling. yeah I could, I could i could appreciate that for sure so started kind of looking around for a spot to get into like a brick and mortar place and um have people kind of come to me so i could see more people help more people mm-hmm um and that turned into lambda spine and sport and i started that in january of this past year and it's it's just been rolling and growing and all of that ever since um so that's that's kind of where i'm at and where i've been and what i do um love it and, and where where are you specifically and now like i mean i see the address here but i can't so I can't picture it everybody will know uh cops on colonel talbot road of like course the hardware yep. store yeah yeah Directly beside that is uh, Green Hawk, which is the big green sign. And then I'm tucked in behind an uh, apartment building and beside that. Okay. So right across from the McEachern bus parking lot, if people remember that as well. Yeah. No, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Now, chiropractic. Like, I mean, I, so I, I, I've, I've done it, I, you know, many, many times. I haven't been to a chiropractor for years and it's not because of any, any disdain for the practice or anything like that. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I've always weirded out by... Just, you know, my whole body from, from head to toe cracking. And yeah. so my, my wife loves it. She, if she doesn't go to her chiropractor um, often, she's complaining. Right. And so for, for somebody like myself, so let's say like an idiot like myself, right? Well, I don't know about that, but yeah. I, I'm not, like, I mean, I'm well-versed in a lot of things. You talk about, you know, finances and mortgages and stuff. I got you. Um, Health-related things, chiropractic, no. That can't, can't really help. Yeah. So when, when you're cracking a back, Yes. My, my understanding was similar to cracking a knuckle. And is, is this incorrect in thinking that, like, is it releasing, um, like, built-up pressure and air between muscles and, and like, joints and things? Is that, is that how, like, what cracking a back is? Partly right, yeah. Like, it's, it's exactly like cracking a knuckle. Like, it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same mechanism. Um, what's happening, the pop that you hear. So, you can picture a joint is kind of two surfaces that slide past each other. They're in a fluid-filled sac, so completely surrounded by a joint capsule and then fluid all around you, right? It fills your body, right? Um, when you push those surfaces through the range of motion, they'll separate a little bit. As they separate, pressure changes. Any dissolved gases within that fluid will become a gas again, and you hear a little pop. 
Okay. So the reason we, we crack joints or spinal manipulation, adjustments, whatever you want to call it, right, um, is, is not to get the pop to happen. It's to push that joint through its full range of motion. Joints will become restricted and not move fully, and that can lead to a whole host of other things, aches, pains, muscles get tight around and guard. Um, so pushing that joint through its full range of motion will stretch that joint capsule that surrounds it and go into a whole neuro lecture of how that um, calms down muscles in the area, releases endorphins, makes you feel good, that kind of thing. So we use it as a tool to target soft tissues surrounding joints, basically, that you can't touch with your hands, right? Right. And so is this, like, I mean, I imagine it's due to excessive force in the body, but like, you know, incorrect postures or just, just people having... Um, you know, years of, of, I guess, force against their body. It's, 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 is it pushing certain joints out of place and all you're doing is, is constantly moving them back into place? Is that like what we're constantly doing or what's the... Yeah, kind of. Like we have, we all have our little, um, you know, if, we, if you're sitting in a chair for 10, 12 hours a day, right? You're, that Everything is leaning forward. Um, we're going to have issues with extension through our upper back, right? Um, spinal manipulation or adjustments or cracking your back. Um, that's a great way to help with promoting extension that way, right? Does it fix it completely? No, right? But mm-hmm. it's a good short-term solution to make somebody feel better so that when I tell them, okay, you need to go home now and you know reinforce that pattern, you need to do some extension, you need to do it consistently, they feel good, it doesn't hurt them to do it, right? So that's how we use manipulation as a tool to... Um, I always explain it like you're giving somebody a window of time where things are feeling really good and they're moving really well. That window is going to close if we go back into our old habits, right? If you can stick with working on some things at home, uh, changing your routines, um, taking yourself out of those postures more frequently, then that window will stay open for longer and longer. Right. And speaking of doing things at home, only because I... uh... I, I'm subjected to this constantly. Um, you know, my wife will always say, hey, you know, pick me up, crack my back. Or, yeah. you know, we'll do the, uh, you know, arms crossed on the ground, step on my back stuff. Is that like, I mean, are we, do, are we doing any harm in trying to crack the back at home? Well, I mean, you know, I, I'm never going to come out and say, yeah, go ahead and like, crack your own back, right? I, right. Well, t- it's bad t- for business. T- typically, yeah, it's <laughs> bad for business. It's typically like, you know, we're frowned upon, not safe to do that. Sure. Realistically, like, you know, unless you're jumping on someone's back, it's not going to harm them a ton, right? Okay. What you're going to get is um, if you're not fast enough, it's not applied in the right direction, like that kind of thing. Just the nuances of of being really good at it or or learning to do it, right? You're going to sprain joints, maybe cause some aches and pains, that kind of stuff, right? If if you hit the wrong spot or whatever, right? Um, But yeah, I mean, hey, it feels good, like, Okay, because see, Derek, what I'm looking for here is 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 an is like an out, mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. I don't have to crack my wife's back as much and just send her, hey, you know, go go see Derek. Yeah, but you know, you're not helping me out here. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? Well, then I can I can teach her how to make it feel better, so she's not asking you all the time. <laughs> right, and I suppose like I mean, chiropractors is that is that a common practice where it's like, okay, you know what, you need to come and see me. Actually, let, let's start there. Mm-hmm. How often would you say the average? We'll call it average healthy individual. How often would you suggest they may need to see a chiropractor? It's tough. It, it really, it depends on the person's goals, right? I have people that see me, you know, every week for certain things. And then I have people that see me whenever things hurt and are right, sore, right? Right, right. 
Um, you know, there's some research to indicate that if you see, uh, if you're um, receiving spinal manipulation, so single intervention study, but spinal manipulation like 12 to 14 times a year, you reduce your incidence of low back pain and severity and frequency, right? Okay. So that's a, a nice baseline. Um, but honestly, it, it really depends on the person's goals. If I have somebody walking in red hot low back and it's really sore and zinging out their leg, I may see that person twice a week for three weeks, right? And then as that, you know, dissipates, then we start to space out. They're doing more at home. I'm reinforcing what they're doing at home with what I'm doing in the clinic and pushing them along and saying, okay, now you're going to do more movement stuff and you're going to do this and that and progress so that you can get back to picking your kid up or tying right, your kid's right. skates or lifting them and carrying them around or whatever is important to them, right? That's really what I, I try to focus on is, okay, you have, you have this pain, it hurts, I get that. But what is it stopping you from doing? What, um, what can you not do in your life that you wish you could do um, because of this pain is here, right? So we really try and tackle that and, and that changes the timeline for everybody, right? Um, if, if somebody's really highly motivated, and wants to do a ton of stuff at home. Sometimes I'm like, okay, you, all you need to do, you're fine. Everything's okay. You just need to do this, right? And go do it. And they're, they're great. And they'll go do it. Right. It's so like little, little exercises that they could take home with them to improve yeah. overall mobility. And then you're, you're just there for constant, yeah. um, I suppose, tech, technical um, practice just to kind of keep them on, on schedule. Yeah. Yep. I, I always call it uh, patience. Like it's, you know, I'm there for a little kick in the butt to keep you honest. Right. right? That kind of right. thing. Everybody yeah. goes to their dentist and that week before you go to the dentist is the cleanest your teeth have been in the past year. Right. So it's, I mean, some people need that and that's okay. Um, other people are really highly motivated and maybe they're working in the gym at trying to hit like a 400 pound deadlift. Right. And they yep. have some mechanical yep. things. Right. And yep. well, and, and it's like, okay, why'd that happen? I break it all down with them go through it, right? And build them back up to that. And then they go do it. And then I don't see them again for four or five months, right? Yeah. So I guess like, I mean, that, that leads into when, when does somebody consider coming? Like even for myself, I wouldn't say, say I hurt my back, right? For me, a lot of times when I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about back pain or, or just pain in, in general, you, you think muscle, you think torn ligament or what have you. When when do you know necessarily like this is this is a chiropractor like I need to see a chiropractor for this is there is there things that you can really trigger to say yes I need to see a chiropractor for this or there's some stuff where you actually have patients coming to you saying actually that this is not necessarily something that I can help you out with is there right. some separation there it's it's super practitioner based right like they versus seeing a chiropractor versus a physiotherapist that kind of thing it's it's it really depends on the practitioner certain chiropractors are good at doing certain things and others are not okay right? um, interesting some will be a little bit more you know you're you're going in for a minute minute and a half and you're getting an adjustment and leaving right right um others will take you through you know a whole movement you know analysis we'll call it or assessment and break down and say okay jim you know this is why your back is hurting because your hips don't move well and that kind of thing um so when do you go to a chiropractor you know, if, if you have something that's going on and it's, it keeps coming back, or if you just recently hurt yourself, like, you know, I can assess, diagnose, and then refer and point to wherever pathway that you need to be to. Like if I need to send you to your family doc, I can send you there, physiotherapist or further imaging and that kind of thing. Um, I can assess any musculoskeletal complaint, um, any neurologic complaint in your body. 
And if you need to stay in my office and I think I can help you, I'll keep you there. And then if, mm-hmm. if not, I'll send you elsewhere. Right. So if you're just, if you're unsure of anything, is something right or wrong or, or, you know, happening in my body, is it okay? Um, give me a call. I can, or I'll talk to you for 10, 15 minutes and determine if you should be in my office or somewhere else. Right. Yeah, Jello. Because again, quite frankly, I think um, I mean I hope it's a nice thing about having the uh, you know the Colin Jouad show, so to so to yeah. speak. It's not yeah. just myself bouncing off my crazy yeah. thoughts that come through. But like for me, for the longest time, when you think of chiropractor, you think of you know I need to get my neck cracked, my back cracked, right? But it's it's just it's so much more than that. Right? Yeah, yeah, it, it should be. I I pers- I think it should be. Um, yeah, it is. It's it's like a it's a whole thing. You know it. Um, it really is encompassing what's important to the, the individual. Like, right. you know, we always say N equals one. The person is, you know, every single person is different. So what I'm doing for you, Colin, may be different than what I'm doing for Jawad for the same complaint based on what you guys do and how you move and everything. Right? And how we got hurt. And yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. I suppose that makes sense. That's interesting. And so, yeah, it's, um, yeah, sorry, go ahead there. No, all good. Yeah, um, like in terms of uh, the industry, so I'm always always super interested to find out or to learn because obviously the podcast we, we didn't we want to promote individuals within the within the um, within the area. You know, obviously small business owners, medium. It doesn't really matter if you're in the area. We want to promote you, mm-hmm. and we want to help teach the um, the community as well. So I'm always really interested to hear, you know, on the back end, you know. Anything new, anything kind of like, I mean, we had a dentist here and he said, you know, the one thing that he shared that we couldn't, we actually, we always bring it up because it's quite unique. We said the one thing that happens most often that people aren't aware of that really got to him is that like people bite him a lot. Oh, really? And we didn't think that that was, that was, that was a concern for doctors. But he said, yeah, um, surprisingly it's a reflex for some people, but I'm in their mouth and they just like, they don't do it on purpose, but I get bitten a lot. Right, right. right. It's not because they're pissed off at them. It's just they. It's a reflex. So. Oh, I got you. I love hearing things. You know that that you know the average Joe might not know about the chiropractic industry. Or there's a lot of um, a lot of like there's some positions that I'll move you into on the table where I have to kind of get you in a certain spot um, and rotate you around. And I usually say, tell the person to get themselves halfway there, and I'll move you. Well, some people get a little like autopilot and a little. extra excited with the arms and i've okay. been i've been caught in the eye before <laughs> oh, wow. i've been caught below the belt a couple of times oh, and like no. that kind of thing so oh. you get really good at like maneuvering yourself quickly around right right around the table um so that's that's always a big one um other than that you know you have again i'm twisting you up so you, you if it's offside for the pod but like you, you get some gas going every once in a while and that kind of thing i, I only assumed you'd say that because <laughs> like you have to assume when especially when you've got people lying on the table and you're crunching down on them well yeah you're popping the back you're popping the neck well some gas have to release elsewhere you would imagine i, I just yep. i assumed you would, so i'm glad you brought it up because i was gonna ask yeah. you i didn't want to really take it there, it's hilarious but. when it happens people are it's, it's actually probably a good thing to put on here people are always super embarrassed and i'm like it happens like at least two or three times a day. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Know, like so that's, there you yeah. go. If you, if you pass gas with your <laughs> chiropractor, it's common practice. Mm-hmm. Well, just, you know, maybe 
don't just you know let it go freely because I'm sure it's yeah, do, your, <laughs> do your best to hold it in, or but at least <laughs> make sure I'm not like right behind you or something, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> Um, otherwise, like any, anything interesting or new in the industry as a whole? Any any new um, developments or techniques or anything that's kind of cool? Chiro-wise, I think the cool thing is exactly what we were just kind of touching on, right? It's it's come from a point where um, it was really a lot of just focused on that adjustment. Like that was the tool. That was it, right? Like this mm-hmm. will fix everything. And, and it's become more encompassing the more we know about what an adjustment does or manipulation does. And it, it encompasses so much more than that. And um, you know, really, again, it takes the kind of the whole person's movement into, into account. We're learning so much more about how, um, tissues that surround joints behave and how they remodel and, um, what, what goes into that and how long you need to work on something for. And, um, you can better plan out somebody's care, you know, to a certain degree, mm-hmm. everybody's a little bit different, like we said. Um, but that just those, those new advances and, um, um, tissue structure and that kind of thing. Um, that, that's kind of the big thing. And then, and then new techniques and soft tissue techniques and and rehab and really building towards that way and away from just using the one tool. And, you know, if you go to a chiropractor, you're just going to get your back cracked. Right. Right. You know, there's a lot of patients I have and I don't adjust them at all. Right. We may just roll on the ground and be doing rehab for the whole time they're in there. Right. Interesting. And so a lot of the profession is moving that way. There's also a lot of people that will do um, kind of move other ways and, and do things like TMJ work, right? Or um, uh, work with pregnancy and that kind of thing. And so those mechanics are very different and very niche and very like, you know, with themselves together, right? Yeah. So people will specialize in those things and you can find really good practitioners that are really evidence-based, science-based in those fields and, and um, they'll help you a lot because issues with those populations can be very debilitating, jaw pain and um, you know, difficulties with pregnancy and that kind of thing. Absolutely. So, yeah. um, no, it's awesome to have a good network of providers, uh, in London that I myself know that work with all those people. Right. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, I think, you know, good overall discussion so far, you know, for the most part of the podcast, we don't, we don't, we try not to get them too, too long because yeah, yeah. we always could talk about our own respective industries. You know, if I crack sure. a beer right now, I'm sure we'd sit here for, oh, for yeah. a few hours. Yeah. Um, so I like we like to end end the podcast with um, a hot seat. I've um, seen a couple of them. Yeah. 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 And you know what? We might start throwing some random questions out there because I think now that we're into our tenth or eleventh episode, yeah. I think people are starting to you know have some pre scripted answers. And the whole point is kind of, like we want to have a casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I and so when Derek and I sat down, I said, you know what? I don't want to know a damn thing about you because yeah. I want to learn everything about you on the podcast. And right. that's like the whole point of this thing, right? Like teach me. So we can teach the community at the same time. Right. Um, but let's go. Favorite piece of advice you've ever heard, either heard or, or was bespoken to you or. Yeah. And so that was, uh, that was the toughest one. I had a, I had a hard time kind of. Kinda it's like an interview question, right? Yeah, it is. It's, you know, I feel like my job's on the line. Here. <laughs> um, that was tough. Um, there was one so. Yeah, I had to go back to something recent because it was just it was tough to think of one. Sure, I went no, through. Yeah, um, anything comes to mind. Over the summer, came I. My goal was to run a ten k, right? Not a not a strong runner. Oh, nice. Um, a doc that I used to work with at the UFG, he's like, you know, you just need to be consistent. You don't need to be fast. You just need to be consistent. So I went back to another piece, and it, uh, you know, the best piece of advice was like, just show up, right? So uh, yes, that is like half the battle with ninety percent of things. Just show up. 
I'd say like, yeah, maybe more. Like I would say like in what situation in life could you say that I don't have to show up? Right. Right. Family time, family time, being there for your kids, being there for your wife, raising the household. Like there's, it's everything in life. A lot of times you just have to, you have to show up. It applies to so many things, right? Like just like if you don't want to work out or something like that, and you if you get yourself there, you will do it, right? So you just have to get yeah. there. And then, like you said, family time, life. If you're there, just like be present, show up. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, that works for me. Yeah. Um, we could take it either favorite, you know, maybe I don't know if you're a reader, but favorite book, a book that you've sure. you've read that you've enjoyed, or movie, whatever's more of your. Your your niche, your forte, or either or. I uh, I'm a big uh, you know sports in general. I love, and then I'm also like a big um, like sci fi fantasy that kind of okay. thing. Big big nerd that way, kind of you know uh, behind it all. So um, you know, Lord of the Rings is huge for me. Yeah, in high school, it's a classic right now. Um, so yeah, and then um. Yeah, just a, a ton of fantasy stuff. So I'd have to go Lord of the Rings for favorite books. That was that was huge. That jumped me into it. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, it's just every every series that's kind of like that. Um, movie and that kind of thing. I'd be. I'd have to say I'd you know love the classics. Forrest Gump, Happy Gilmore, that kind of stuff. Nice and nice and lighthearted. Yeah, and it's <laughs> actually funny you say that because um, I saw there, there's a random. Um, social uh, mar- uh the social group that i'm a part of i can't remember where it came up but um the water boy somebody had a a signed adam sandler water boy jersey oh that they framed and they're selling and i said oh i'd love to get my hands on that that'd be yeah. that's a that's a conversation like how many people have a signed water boy jersey they had like the picture of, of Sandler, you know, dressed up yeah. as a water boy, but it was, it was the, like the authentic jersey. Oh man, the uh, the the great, not the great dog. What, what was the team's name? The something dogs, the dirty dog, or no, the hound uh, dogs. Oh, weren't they? Um, because it was like Florida or whatever, right? Where, where was it? Where it was. was yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I forgot what it was. I haven't seen that movie in forever, but oh, you some, got a, you got a nice dogs. spot on the wall for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I, if if I find if I can find a replica or or something similar. I, I, yeah, I'd, I'd pick that up. Um, okay, talent or um, whether skill set or talent or something that you don't possess that you wish you could or you did. Oh, um, singing is, seems to be like the default for everybody. Everybody wants to be a singer, apparently, like a lot of Justin Bieber's out there, but I'm pretty like. I'll sing to myself in the car on the way to golf, but that's sure. Yeah. Nobody needs to hear that, but, uh, (laughs) um, no, I, um, I've always thought it'd be cool to be able to speak like any language. I think that'd be cool. Like, you know, versus one language, like go to a place and show up and you can just communicate with the people. Right. Sure. Like, I think that would be awesome. That would be a cool skill to be able to have. I don't know if that's, you know, how many people be able to do that, but absolutely. Like, so why not, why not do it? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Between setting up the clinic and all. Yeah. yeah. You got, you got time, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, someday start with one and, and get into it. Right. Yeah. My little guy. Um, so I'm, I'm first language French. Not everybody knows that about me, but I'm, I'm first language French. Um, obviously speak English. Um, my wife is uh, Vietnamese. We got some Vietnamese going. So my, my son, my oldest son, cause my daughter can't speak any language yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but he can speak all three languages, so I think it's pretty wild. There's um, there's a guy quickly. There's a guy on uh, I see on YouTube, Facebook, whatever, and uh, he speaks like any dialect of like any Asian culture. I saw, yeah, he's I, I see. He's in New York, yeah, or whatever. He blows and he, people's minds. African, yeah, and yeah. whatever, and he, he'll speak a little bit of whatever and walk in, and I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah, that's 
unbelievable. That's, 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 that's years and years and years of like, I mean, just as much time as I would say you've put into your chiropractor pra- practice, he's put it. into language, right? So it's, yeah, it's all relative. No, it's impressive. Awesome. Well, so again, Derek Nash, um, thanks again for, for coming in. We will link um, your, do you have a, a Facebook page? Yep, Facebook page, Land we'll, of Spine Sport. Yeah. Perfect. We'll, we'll link uh, the website, the Facebook page, whatever we can. Um, ideally, again, for those listening that haven't listened to the podcast before, it's it's less of an elevator pitch ad, more of a get to know your neighbors. Um, Lambeth and, and surrounding, we've got a ton of great local owners, and we the whole reason for the podcast was to get to know more of us. Um, so we'd love to have you on. We are booking into next week already as we just opened up to Lambeth. Please reach out to myself or Jawad. We'd love to have you on. And um, otherwise, we'll, uh, we'll have this posted in maybe a few days and the next one upcoming shortly thereafter. So thanks again, Derek. It was a pleasure. And uh, to the rest of you guys, enjoy the, uh, the podcast.